Like I knew there was something more to sex. I knew there was something beautiful. I knew my parents didn't know what the fuck it was. And I just, I've kept faith that there was a way that all this could come together. Hello humans. Welcome to the Feminine Rebellion podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Frasca, mom of three wild kids, a crazy lover of garlic, a wild woodswoman and hiker, a voracious reader, and a feminine leadership coach. I'm on a mission to create a rebellion of female leaders who are ready to dig deep into their purpose and push massive ripples of love and justice into the world. I believe we are all born leaders, and this world needs us now more than ever. This podcast aims to amplify the voices of the women who are out in the world and doing the damn thing. These are the rebels who inspire and ignite me. They're the feminine rebels who are working to raise our collective consciousness, helping us uproot from our patriarchal conditioning and bring the world back into balance. If you hear something that makes you go, hell yes, reach out to these guests, dive into their work, collaborate with them, or help hire them to work with you. Consider these women the guides on your own inner rebellion. Okay, thanks for listening. Let's do this. Feminine Rebellion listeners, family, community. Today, I have two women. This is actually the first time I have been on the podcast hosting two women at the same time. It's it's actually feeling pretty hot already <laughs> today, and especially for these guests. And let me introduce them. Leah Piper and Dr. Willow Brown are the masterminds behind the Sex Reimagined podcast, which opens the minds and hearts of its listeners to the vast possibilities that exist within the realm of sexuality, spirituality, and relationship. With a combined 40 years of professional experience in the love and intimacy space, these two ambassadors of love, my God, I love that, are ready to support you on your journey with sacred sexuality and all that it encompasses. Whoa, Leah Piper and Dr. Willow Brown. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Feminine Rebellion podcast. You exude so much of what we stand for here at the Feminine Rebellion. So it is my absolute pleasure and my honor to welcome you both to the podcast today. Thanks, Natalie. Thanks for having us. Pleasure to be here. It It is so great. And just to be three women hanging out, talking about sex and pleasure and vitality and intimacy and relationships. Like this is so, so juicy. So I know that each of you have your own kind of pleasure-based tantric, you know, sexuality practices on your own, but you also have built something together, which to me is a major, major turn on to see women creating, you know, collaborating, um, you know, in community and building in community. So I guess I'll start with you, Leah. Can you tell our listeners about, you know, what you and 
Dr. Brown are doing together? Well, so much. I think uh, the most exciting thing right now that is on our plate is a big worldwide summit with, um, God, how many speakers do we have now, Willow? I think we've got 19. 20 maybe yeah yeah with 20 experts in the field of relationships love sexuality everything from researchers to um, teachers to authors and it's been so rich to um, have these conversations and one of the things we're really focused on for this summit which is free um, is about what would it look like like reimagining a world like what if we were five years from now more shame free as a culture more pleasure forward and comfortable with pleasure as a culture and also that that we were able to make strides in eradicating or at least diminishing just how much sexual trauma is happening in our culture because so many people i mean there's probably not one person listening who does not know someone who has dealt with some sort of sexual trauma in their life and so we were just thinking one day like wouldn't it be amazing like what would be the steps that we need to to take in order to to make these percentages go down where people felt like free to be in their bodies and to experience like this bliss that this thing has hardwired in our systems and so you know being someone who grew up in kind of a crazy religious space um i just know how much work it takes to really free oneself from those things like sexual shame and sexual trauma. So that's the juicy thing right now that we are super geeked out on. Yeah, so amazing. So you're creating this summit basically to to kind of elevate our collective consciousness really to say, you know, our sexuality, um, this, this vitality that runs through our bodies naturally is not something to be shamed and maybe even to be celebrated is that what i'm <laughs> saying yeah. that definitely to be celebrated for sure definitely yeah. and one of the speakers for our summit is going to be natalie so you guys oh, will get to hear her yeah. on our summit I, very exciting yeah. i am very very excited about that i cannot wait so aside from the summit um what, can I call you Willow? Would you prefer Dr. Yeah. Brown? Just call okay. me Willow. Yeah. Um, aside from, call me whatever. Call um, me whatever. Aside from the summit, Willow, like how, what else are you two doing together? So every month about we put out a masterclass, which is really cool. Sometimes the masterclass will be on discovering the male G spot and the power of the prostate. Sometimes the masterclass will be on, you know, how to um, worship the tantric goddess within yourself or within your partner. Really fun, beautiful, basically like classes, tutorials, how to's. We teach strokes. We teach breath work. We teach all the pieces that are required for co-creating a um, sacred sexual experience, even if you're just co-creating it with yourself, because there really is a space that you step into when you um, begin a tantric ritual or a, or a Taoist practice, and um, you're you're kind of going into you're going into deeper realms of your physicality, your spirituality, and your um, psych- psychological capacity. So really opening up your capacity for for more pleasure to flow through your body. We, as Leah said, we 
are in these vehicles. We are in these things. Like, let's use them. They are hardwired for pleasure. Um, and then we have our, our weekly podcast that we put out that's growing. It's been, we've been at it for about a year. And um, our our listeners who are, who are, you know, hardcore listeners, they just hang on every word. They love it. And we have so much fun putting it together. It's, we have such incredible um, sexperts that we talk to regularly. So every month we put out three interviews with a sexpert, which is, um, you know, me, Leah, and one other person speaking. And then, and then once a month, it's just me and Leah wrapping out yep. about, Leah um, and Willow, just yeah, Leah and Willow thrown down. Um, the last one we did that everyone loved was, um, we were talking about reimagining dating. You know, there's so many possibilities for what dating means these days. And, um, we've been getting some really fun feedback on that. So, yeah, yeah so that's what we're up to together. We've got a whole team of women supporting us. And so we're really a feminine based, uh, company and, you know, the, the way that it is so beautiful and synergistic that it's work, it works. It's like, we all know what we have to do. We've all got these you know checklists and things to do with the masculine is in there too and yeah. um and then but you know the other day leah was like i just need one full day off one full day and all of us were like go take Amen, the day leah. off we support you you know yes. just like do it take oh, it. i have you the know. sunburn to prove it oh yeah you do oh, you <laughs> yeah you know one oh, of the things go ahead please I was going to say, one of the things we're really excited to launch this year are live retreats. We're going to yeah. take a group of couples and a group of women to two separate events uh, to Thailand in January. And we're so excited. I've got a very oh, good oh friend who's God. got a beautiful home there. And um, and so we're ready to kind of go international. We're putting back our, our goddess retreats um, that are happening that had to be put on hold during COVID. And... Um, and we're going to do a kissing masterclass this summer, oh my which God, I, I cannot my wait. Favorite so many women are asking kissing. us like, I, I want yeah. my partner to kiss me better. I'm like, oh, I got you covered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys are like full service. Yeah. This is like full service pleasure and sexuality. So, yeah. I mean, I have a question. How did you two start this thing together? You have, you both have your individual practices. And it seems like you both specialize in different kinds of like sexuality or pleasure-based studies. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. and, yep. and, and you both at one point in time lived in Santa Cruz, California together. Correct. Now, yeah. So we weren't hanging out too much then at that point. No. So, so Leah was my teacher. She was um, my, my teacher for the 10 day Tantra teacher training that I did that she just taught another one of. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I am a teacher connoisseur, you know, I've been studying Taoism and I've been studying everything for like over two decades. Right. And um, I'm always looking for who's the best teacher. And I was like, she's the best teacher. <laughs> she was up on stage and I was like, I was like, yeah, she is I an amazing her. teacher. And I sat there in the audience and I was like, God, are like what's going on in my mind and everything I know about Taoist sexology and everything she knows about Tantra. I was like, boy, they would be an amazing synergy, really powerful, amazing synergy. And this was, 
years before we started our, our business. So it was it was a bit of a premonition in, in my mind and heart. And um, and then after our 10 day, another friend of ours was like, hey, you two, let's get in a mastermind together. So we started a mastermind, just the three of us. And uh, we did that for probably, I would say, three years. Mm -hmm. And it was like working on our own individual things, all three of us. And uh, and then at one point, Leah was like, let's put together a summit. I was like, okay, let's, and let's start a podcast. And I was like, all right, let's do it. I had been wanting to start a podcast for a while, but I, on my own, it just felt daunting. I was like, fuck, I just, I don't know. It sounds like it could just be a recipe for disaster. <laughs> so, so I was like, not that motivated to do it on my own, but super motivated to do it with Leah especially because I so highly value her as, as an, a teacher in the world, but also like in this particular industry, I, I personally think she's one of the top teachers in our industry. So. Oh, that's so sweet. Thanks for such a nice compliment, Willow. <laughs> Gosh, I'm like blushing over here. <laughs> blushing with your sunburn. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think one of the things that really works with Willow and I is, and one of the things I had so much admiration, I mean, my, our other girlfriend and I were, we were all in this biz bestie uh, mastermind thing. And, and her and I would just sit back and go, God, Willow's got her shit together. And she is just hustling. And we're like taking notes on what Willow's doing so that we can replicate it in our own businesses. And, um, you know, even just during COVID, she got her doctorate, she wrote a book and I'm just like wrestling with my life going, what am I doing? What am I doing? And Willow's just busting out achievements. And so I really had admiration for who she is as a businesswoman and she's a doctor and she just really has her stuff together and she's a marketing whiz. And so one of the things I've been just soaking up in relationship to working with her is a we have different strengths like there are things that willow's so good at that i hate doing <laughs> i'm so grateful that she takes part she takes that over in our business life and then there are some things that i just have a knack for that willow's so glad she gets to be mostly hands-off with and um so that's been a great synergy and one of the things i really learned at our mastermind was that when I work in collaboration with people, I just my my achiever self really comes to the table. I find myself having more energy to be creative and I'm much better at um, reaching deadlines and getting to the finish line on things. And so it's been a real interesting self discovery to find out how I can utilize my energy to get things done and to move forward in my career that really makes me happy and fulfilled. Doing it on my own, although I was very successful for the first 15 years in my career, I didn't realize how much my secondary business, I worked for another company um, teaching, how much working for that other company was fueling my success in my solo company. And then when I stepped away from that business, I was floundering. And I didn't understand why until Willow and I started to bridge together and I had another team to collaborate with and how I'm able to funnel that energy and that feeling of inspiration and creativity into still keeping focused in this other realm. So, I mean, who would have known? This all came together. Women, so we are not supposed to be doing this work alone. No, we're not. Like, listeners. True. Like, 
find your people, yeah, find, your tribe, find your mm-hmm. sister or sisterhood, resource yourself, reach mm-hmm. out. Like gone are the days when it's one, you know, we're not one women shows, right. And you don't need to be. And I can, I can feel the synergy between you two, like just the way you're kind of bouncing off of each other and, and honoring and celebrating each other. It's really quite beautiful to yeah like to dual paneurs that's what we need hashtag dual paneurs hashtag out, yeah, out, out with the solo paneur in with the dual paneur <laughs> oh that's beautiful so um okay i'm going to ask each of you this question and i'll start with willow um why do you do the work you do well, thank you. That is a fantastic question. Okay, so this goes back to my sort of origin point and what, why I do what I do. I was 19 years old and I was involved in a date rape experience, um, roof and all, and passed out and taken advantage of, basically, uh, raped, and I got pregnant from that. And so that was um, the turning point for me. I uh, decided to not keep that baby. I aborted and I um, got on the healing path. You know, I was like, I'm just going to heal. And I found healing to be the most incredible thing in the world. So I decided I was going to be a healer, which I already had been naturally. And so then I was on the healing path and just started going down the track, started teaching yoga when I was, I believe I was 20, 19 or 20 when I started teaching yoga. Then I got into um, massage and craniosacral and acupuncture and, you know, just whatever you can think of in the healing realm, I have done at some level. And, um, and so after I healed myself to a degree, to a certain point, I started healing others and through healing others, I really found a lot of um, value in myself was still healing through the, through moving energy in others bodies in my body and then i got into sexual healing work i was i always since then i had known like somehow i need to transform sexual education you know and i thought i would go into the school systems and figure that whole thing out i was just at dinner the other night with some friends and they were talking about going into the juvenile halls which i did at one point i went into the juvenile hall and spoke to those kids about what rape is and it's not always black and white and it's a lot of times these gray things and i remember the girls in juvie hall they were like wow then i've been raped too like they hadn't even occurred to them that they had been um and they say it's one in three women and one in four boys one in three women girls and one in four boys which I think those are old stats. I think it's probably more at this point. And then there's this collective sexual trauma that we're, you know, that we're up against, that we're trying to eradicate. Lee and I are warriors of that. And so when I started doing this sexual healing work, like literally hands-on sexual healing work with people, I was starting to see exponential healing like exponential evolution through through letting go of old stories letting go of old patterns within letting go of the things that were really holding them back from from what they truly wanted which was love and intimacy and to be seen like everyone's hiding because they don't want people to see certain parts of themselves but all they really want to do is be seen and so you know this the sexual healing really changes that very, very quickly, very exponentially. And you don't need to know all the story. You don't need to have the whole, let's go through the 
the thing because the soma it's all in the body there's that book the body keeps the score and it, it really does Yes. Yeah, yeah yeah so really getting in and healing the tissues and at that root level literally root chakra second chakra those lower chakras many of us are not so um happy to be in our bodies on this planet at this time many people would like to not be here and so getting down to those lower chakras and starting to open them up and bring more light and healing is um, a profound exponentially quick way to move things along now it doesn't always feel quick <laughs> when you're in the middle of it it can feel like it's taking a long time um but when you look at it from a different perspective it does go much faster peeling back of the layers you know well i, I thank you for sharing that part of your story um i think so many women who are listening right now are saying, yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, our, I mean, I was roofied at 24 at a club in New York City. Like, it's just, it's a, it was everywhere. It is everywhere, right? Yeah. And, um, and it sounds like you took that and you used it. I took that grain of sand, I put it in my clam and I turned it into a pearl. Here I am. <laughs> I mean, that's obviously, you know, tying it up in too neat of a bow. Um, but um, I mean, I, I just love listening to the story and, and seeing how it kind of propelled you in this direction of helping others heal. And it's so beautiful. So thank you. Thank, thank you. you for sharing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, let's, let's go to you, Leah. Yeah, there's some similarities between my story and Willow's. I grew up in a really confusing religious household. The first 10 years we were in like this Pentecostal, what the newspapers called a cult um, in our in our neighborhood. Growing up as a kid in that, I was, I mean, I didn't know all the inner workings, what was happening with that church, but it was like a big community of a lot of kids running around all over this neighborhood in this church. And it seemed like a, a really fun to me, but there was always this, patriarchal underpinning and so the messaging around um that sex was dangerous sex was something to be afraid of sex was dirty set and and being a girl was high stakes and so there was always this like worshiping of virginity and not getting in trouble and not being taken advantage of and like all this stuff that suppress some part of my nature that uh, was so confusing. And then I had some childhood uh, molestation that happened for years and years and years. And so, you know, this whole religious thing was compounded by this other sexual thing that was happening to me. And so this, my body is waking up at a really inappropriate age and I'm having orgasms at five years old and not understanding what the heck is going on except how bad I felt about it and how confusing this whole God, church, shame, guilt, sex, all of it was so enmeshed. And at the same time, I'm supposed to be virginal and, um, and I'm supposed to somehow prize this thing 
called virginity. And if I don't, I'm going to get pregnant. I'm going to ruin the family. I'm going to ruin myself. All these terrible bad things are going to happen. Shame, shame, shame. shame, shame. And yet I have these urges and I can't help the fact that even though I hate what's happening to me, my body likes it. That was the biggest betrayal. That's what caused me to hate myself is the confusion of those two things interfacing. And I would get this signal in my system as soon as there might be like a peak sensation, I'd get a click, 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 and then here comes fight or flight and I have to get myself out of the situation. Something Uh even worse is about to happen. And so here I am, I've got all these sensations running through this little body and um, it was just super painful and then it's all a secret so on top of it you know because shame breeds on secrecy so i've got this big secret i can't tell anybody and i'm drowning in in this feeling of self-hatred self-loathing lack of self-worth i looked in the mirror and all i could see was this hideous person this unlovable person who was really broken and i walked around believing that and identifying with that for so long and yet there was something else in my essence in my soul that in the darkest moments would you know, wanted me to seek out where, where does sex and spirit interface? Like I knew there was something more to sex. I knew there was something beautiful. I knew my parents didn't know what the fuck it was. And I just, I've kept faith that there was a way that all this could come together. And then at 18, I discovered this book called Tantra, the Art of Conscious Loving. It's by Charles and Caroline Muir. And it just, it opened up a whole new world. And so at a really young age, again, I started studying this thing that's called sacred sex. And I started to bridge the world that there was a place for prayer to happen in sexuality. There was a place for me having this really sort of strange, cause then at like 10, we, I got baptized into Catholicism. I had to go to Catholic school just to add, just to heap more stuff onto the right. situation. <laughs> more layers, more layers. God knows, right? It's they not complicated it at all. They knew you were onto something and yes. they're like, what else can we do to keep her quiet? Right, right, right. And so, and so to be able to see this other model, here's this ancient mystery school where they actually have a model of divine masculine and divine feminine and the divine couple having liberation through sexuality reaching enlightenment going to bliss and nirvana it was such a huge departure than this sexuality right it was i was gobsmacked and so and i was hooked i was hooked and i wanted to bring back a sense of purity not from a virginal play by the rules but actually a freedom seeking a liberated path where sex became a prayer between bodies Mm. and a path to go okay i want to know the divine both inside and outside of me so that these bodies become you know a, a prayer to this higher power and um and so that's kind of what set me on my way. And, and then the world just, you know, continued to open up and the shame dissolved. And, and I had to go through and I found a path to sexual healing that wasn't talk therapy. It was a somatic process that got to the what I was holding in my tissues and to be able to release that in, in a safe container 
And I found different ways of processing that. There were some things of having women hold that space for me. And then there were other experiences of having men hold that space for me. And then there was parts of the work that I could only do on myself. There was no outside person going, here's the key that's going to unlock you, Leah. It was, no, I have to unlock this. And that was actually one of the hardest parts of the journey. Yeah. And and this, this speaks to, you know, so many things when I talk about sex with my kids is that like, you know, I was talking to Willow about this last week is like our sexuality, like it starts within, right? Like we have to nourish it and the sacred sexuality within us before we bring in partnership. And like, how amazing is it to just love on our own bodies, right? And in partnership is, you know, magnified. It's even, it's amazing, right? But learning how to please and love and find that pleasure within yourself. I mean, to me, that's like paramount. Well, that's where I think where we get to be really end up. There's something about that journey of of sexual sovereignty that allows us to be the most responsible partner in our partnership. If we really want to be healthy in partnership, you understanding how you can turn on your own body, how you can wake up, how you bring this full person to the table, because we've sort of been conditioned to think it's the other person's job to fulfill us. And it's the other person's job to turn us on. And it's the other person's job to give us an orgasm. But when we know how to do those things for ourselves, then there's a cornucopia that happens. And we take the pressure off of sex, we take the failure out of sex. And we're able to actually play again like children, you know, because we lose it as adults. It's like you're in the sandbox. You're like, do you like that? Do you like that? Mm -hmm. Oh, I really like, like, you know, I have a spot right here. You guys Mm -hmm. are like making me want to have sex right now. I'm like, (laughs) my husband went to work already. Like, (laughs) right on. Right. We'll bring it back home to myself after this. (laughs) There you go. So this, I love Exactly. Um, I love hearing about each of your individual stories and before how you kind of came together, Willow. I mean, seeing Leah up on that stage and being like, and having the premonition that like, mm, yeah, because it just reminds me that we, we know things. Yeah, we really do. We know things before they happen. We really do. And thanks for bringing that forward. And I'll just jump in on that because it's like this opens more and more as this opens more and more as your your yoni, as your genitals, as your heart opens more and more. You're able to trust your intuition more and more and um, and really follow and, and take a lot of anxiety and pressure off of yourself because you know, like, you know, things are going to go a certain way or happen a certain way. And even though evidence hasn't shown you that timeline yet, if you can really learn to drop into that intuition and trust it, then the timeline doesn't matter anymore. Mm-mm. No, and especially if you're continually following that path of pleasure, right? And like, yeah. And that's how you learn to trust at a deep, deep level, like trust, not just yourself, but trust the universe at a a very deep level. So sexuality, healing through sexuality can be a really profound path to that. Yeah. And it's not just about sex, right? I mean, it's not. So 
I guess my next question for each of you would be, you know, how has your, and I'm going to start with you this time, Willow, um, how has your own like personal sexual practice supported you as an entrepreneur? That's such a fun question. I love that question. Okay, so yeah, so doing doing sexuality work professionally, like there was a there was a, a deciding point for me. I actually changed my entire business and walked away from my acupuncture practice. And um, you know, there was a, a moment where I was like, okay, I have to take this leap of faith. I can't just keep being a clinician and um and do all of this work can't hold both you know and right now i will say in my life i am holding a lot of it i still do um acupuncture work on the side because um, i just love it i love putting my hands on people and putting my hands on bodies but um but there's been this uh you know with it's almost like a healing it's almost like a can i do this like am i really going to be able to expand and evolve enough inside of myself to hold what it what it takes to really teach this work and teach this medicine so i do a lot of self-cultivation practices i do what tantra teaches is called sex magic practices where I get very clear about a goal or a vision or what I want to see come to fruition. And I paint a picture of it. Literally, I will draw it or paint it or I will write it out in my journal. I'll put that on the altar. I'll put whatever else goes on the altar, like the whatever represents the amount of people that I want for that program or the amount of dollars that I want for that program or with little pieces. So I'll build an altar and then I'll make love to that vision. I'll make love to that altar. And that yeah. kind of sexual ritual can go on for, for me, I think the probably the longest I've ever done on my own was probably like three and a half hours, you know, so really taking the time. And it's not like I'm having orgasms for three and a half hours. Sometimes I'm pulling cards. Sometimes I'm dancing and rubbing oil on my body. Sometimes I'm, um, oh, let me go back and write this piece in the journal. I always start with kind of like the writing part or the creation part. So I have something that I'm visually making love to um and then and then bringing that into partnership is really fun too and right now i'm dancing with someone who's pretty fucking prolific and in the same space as me and um i'm just like put your second chakra next to mine baby because like give me some more bring me some more of that so it's just so fun to see what what you can magnetize into your life and into your world when you um when you open up your first and second chakra. I mean, pleasure is magnetism. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Like it is magnetism. It is the pathway. Like, yes, yes. And yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Leah, what are your thoughts on that question? Yeah. So there's a couple of things arise. Like one is the thing that I'm trying to really attune myself to more and more and more is the process of listening for what is opening me what is closing me and mm -hmm. thinking of it from a pla from a place of eros it's like there's this attraction and, and if i can follow what is attracting me i am following what is opening me 
-hmm. And the things that are closing me are things that like I'm trying to wrestle through. I'm trying to push myself forward. I'm trying to do this thing because I have a duty and a responsibility and you do hard stuff and that's what you do and you work hard, 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 you know, and, Hustle, and right. <laughs> it's like this old paradigm. And, um, and instead look for what opens me, you know, so if it's looking at a project, it's like, what's the funnest part of the project? What's the mm. thing that juices me up? What's the thing that helps me look forward to it? And I'll return to that if I start to feel the close. So like mm. I was starting to feel the close. I've been a little overworked this month. I just got done with a big retreat. We've got this big project. And so that day off wasn't just a day off to me. It was a celebration. It was a job well done. It was, you know, doing all my favorite things. And yeah. that, and so something about that opening redirected my attention to now really focus on the other creative projects that were getting weary because I was getting weary. I was doing too much. And so I'm trying to really listen to more and more following the opening. And I think there's something really connected to the feminine in that. And I did this training like years and years ago uh, that I loved. And it was all about taking a look at business and partnership from a masculine, feminine, sort of esoteric dynamic. And I was working um, with another colleague and we were doing these goddess retreats. And one of the things we started to look at is if we want to have good polarity, we need to be able to put back and forth the masculine essence, the feminine essence, and to look at from our bodies, how does that circuit run? So this is a little more esoteric. Follow me if you can. I know. Uh, I love it. Um, this is totally my jam. Okay, cool. Okay. So we'll geek out on this. So, you know, when I was, when I was teaching with my male um, teacher counterpart, we had an interesting circuit, right? So we were able to work with our bodies of understanding the masculine and feminine charge just in our bodies, knowing that we both have a very strong masculine and feminine charge. But this idea that like the feminine has access to the everything and the mm -hmm. masculine brings it into form. Yes. So all I had to do is like remain open to the everything, help channel yeah. that in. And then yeah. part of his process was to help bring that into form. He's a brilliant yeah. speaker and it was really fun to play with that. But from a woman woman dynamic, seeing that we have, you know, the same anatomy, instead of the circuit being a circle, the circuit was an infinity symbol. And so as long as, yes. And so as long as we were passing the current on to each other, and it wasn't something we had to like put our attention on. It already does that naturally. It's wired that way. You don't have to push yeah. it. You just have to see that it works that way. And then you can capitalize yeah. on it even more with your attention. And so her and I would just have to make a decision. Okay, who's holding the feminine, resourcing the mm -hmm. everything, who's bringing it into form? And I got to really have a greater chance to developing my masculine in that way, where I was able to bring it into form because I just have a natural link. You know, there's something about this voice in this body that's able to explain things that people tend to get. And so it was just such a wonderful dynamic thing to have my attention on. And so I think about that now that I'm, I have another um, partner in a business and I think about our whole team you know, like we bounce off each other's strengths and we're each holding a part of the form that brings this thing into form. And we both have access to this creative, the void, the everything. We can pull things in that we're capable of that maybe we didn't know we were capable of. And, and so we're kind of just playing with that on sort of an esoteric 
level. And so when I need to, I can put my attention on that. And then where I'm stuck, everything starts to make sense or a new solution presents itself. So those are a lot of dynamics, but they're the things that I like to attune to. So, so, so good. I love this like dance between the masculine and the feminine and diving into the esoterics of it. I mean, it, it really does shift in each relationship, right? Like we're like little puzzle pieces and we fit together in different ways and our relationships are different and we create new things with different people. Yeah, it's you know, one of the things I love great. about Willow's work with the Tao is this thing that's connected to nature and the elements. So there's these times where I feel like we're in synergy just playing with the air, the water, the metal, the fire, the wood. There is this other elemental thing that's really connected to nature that's brand new to me. That every time Willow taps into it, I'm like salivating. I'm like, I want more, I want more. I want to gobble all this up. So it's just fun to, and I really feel like this is sort of more the feminine way is being connected to nature and having this synergy and playing with energy and being in the flow and learning how to tap into flow when there's too much rigidity right because we have so many influences that prizes rigidity and rules and structure well it seems like you know what i'm seeing between the two of you is this um this kind of honoring of the creativity that happens like you know you may have goals or you know projects that you're working on but really it feels like there's an honoring of like the magic that happens in this kind of co-creation um between the two of you and, you know, Leah, when you were talking about opening up, you know, to, to Willow's Tao teachings, it's like, you know, it's like bringing new, that's pleasure for you, right? That's like more stuff to, to eat up, right? It's like, it's so, so, I think I need a partner. <laughs> I'm one out there that wants to partner with me. Yeah, You yeah. have to be super cool and want to talk about pussy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> prerequisite. <laughs> prerequisite and you have to like the woods and nature uh -huh. um okay so a couple more questions um one of the terms that we talk about a lot um at the feminine rebellion and in my work is this this concept of wildness and you know everyone um kind of thinks of it in a different way. And I'm not going to give my definition here, but I'm always, I want to bounce this idea off of women, especially in the space that each of you are in um, and the work you do. Um, how would, or what does the word wildness mean to you? And um, Willow, I'll start with you. All right. I love that. Um, I don't know if you know that book, The Wild Feminine by Tammy Lynn Kent. That's a great book. If you, if you haven't yes. read it yet as a woman, I, I do recommend that. I actually did her training and she's she's a fantastic writer. Um, I think she has three books out. Anywho, um, wild. So I feel like wild really encompasses this uninhibited, like this unapologetic 
um, essence within it. And it, essence is also a piece of it. Well, I'm looking at everything from a Taoist perspective, right? So, so when I think about essence, I'm thinking about Jing energy. Jing energy is sexual energy. Another word for it is Shakti or this feminine sexual energy. And it's feminine sexual energy is in all bodies, no matter what your gender. And so it really is that, that undulation, that expansion, that opening up of um, places inside of you that you didn't even know were closed. So when you're stepping into the wild one within yourself, I think there's a lot of value in, um, in, you know, stepping into a different persona, like think of a, a, a goddess, like if you want to bring more fire in, step into Kali or Durga, if you want to step into more femininity, maybe you're too young, you feel like you can't just like drop into the surrender and the receptivity of the feminine, you know, maybe you want to step into um, Parvati or, or, um, who's the other one I was just thinking of, like Lakshmi, you know, this very feminine, beautiful, and there's, you know, all different, uh, goddesses from all different places, but you could also step into an animal spirit, you know, if, especially inside of sexuality, sometimes when I'm working with couples and they're like, God, it's getting a little boring. You know, we've been doing the same routine sexually for so long. I'm like, okay, I want you to put on your sexiest whatever you got and just crawl around on the ground and act like tigers. <laughs> you know, just have some fun, start doing something different, pattern interrupt, you know. I think that's really a valuable thing that the wild can bring. So for me, it's really about evolving and expanding who you think you are or what you think you're capable of. Mm, I love that. I'm taking the animal activity you do that <laughs> i'm gonna be i'm gonna be like a wolf yeah do it i can yes. see it <laughs> thank you so much will leah god there's so many like pop 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 like snapshot memories of feeling that wildness inside of me and those those times when you are unleashed and you're unedited and you're not choreographing anything you're just tapped into your beingness and so like i have 1997 new orleans jazz fest i'm in some sort of crazy like warehouse and it's medesky martin wood and the jazz is just going off the freaking hook and everyone's just their bodies are just doing their thing and no one's thinking about it and i'm in total ecstasy i feel like i'm orgasming all over the place in fact i think i was like literally ejaculating all over the floor i was in so much freaking bliss and i was in my own stratosphere you know i felt Mm -hmm. unleashed and unplugged and completely in my body and not thinking but feeling and Mm -hmm. then pop 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 comes the last two ayahuasca journeys i was in and as the night is winding down and it's all women and the music and the singing was so sublime it was so beautiful i couldn't believe something existed like this and there's no instruments there's no accompaniment it's just women and their voices and i'm feeling i'm I'm in this visualization of us being on cliffs and in the forest and the most beautiful harmony just strumming from the souls of women who are just coming together and we're in magic and like the bliss is so 
for real. And I'm just laying down, feeling like the earth is cradling me and my heart is bursting open, uh, open as these songs are being sung all around me. And so I feel like between those two memories, there's something about being so yourself in the moment, being so unedited, being in your feeling body in celebration of you know a lot of times it's, it's connected to like dancing and music and the soul being unleashed and it comes back to that state of being open oh. you know like the closed isn't there you're just in the state of openness and it feels like being home being wild oh gosh i just want to relish in all of this for a minute I feel like I just kind of like dropped into like a little sisterhood here. I'm like, I, my, my brain is like Thailand, Thailand, like <laughs> come to Thailand with come us. To Thailand. <laughs> Does it open you? Does it open you? <laughs> These are my people. These are my people. Okay. So before we wrap up, um, we're going to, we're going to tell every single human being who is in our orbit. And even those just slightly outside of our orbit about, um, the summit. And I saw the list of speakers. It looks absolutely amazing. So we are going to shoot that from, um, the mountaintops, um, listeners, we're going to put all the information for that in the show notes, um, and all of the information about Sex Reimagined podcast and how to connect with Leah and Willow and how to dive into their work, their collective work and their individual work. Um, so that all of the goodness does not stop here. I know there was something in this show that turned you on. I'm like, I'm all fired up. <laughs> uh, and, but before we go, um, if you, either of you or both of you, um, you know, Leah, I'll start with you, want to leave our listeners with one little nugget, you know, five words maybe that you want to share. I think what all comes down to what we're here on this planet for is to love, is to mm. deeply experience the sensations of love. And in all the ways that the Greeks have explored that word, you know, the eight different types of love, that romantic love, that familial love, that sisterhood love, that love of the planet, we are here to understand love and anything that's in the way of love is something we should work on moving away so that we can be open to this thing. Fuck. Yes. Yes. Love, love, love. Yes. Oh, love, yes. love, love, more love, more love works. That's the name of Leah's company, moreloveworks.com. You can find mm -hmm. her over oh, there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put a little plug in, a little commercial for Thank you. you know. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me at drwillabound.com. And then you can find our, um, our podcast together at the sex reimagined podcast.com. So all of our goodies are over there. No, it's sexreimagined.com. Sorry, my bad. Um, <laughs> Willow, what would you but want to my do? yeah my answer to your question so you know I think what what we all want yes we all want love and we all want to be acknowledged we all want to be seen we all want to be um, accepted for all these different parts of ourselves and so what I see that is is intimacy 
And intimacy in my sphere is made up of three things. It's made up of trust, vulnerability, and presence. And we need to, tr to trust ourselves. It's not about trusting the other person. It's about, I trust myself so much with you that I can get vulnerable. And then that starts to create a trust and vulnerability circuit with two people or more. And, um, and then the presence just comes very naturally and organically. And that's where all the fucking chi is, is in that presence. My God, oh, I was having the most insane fucking tantric kissing session last night in the, at the refuge in Carmel. Oh God, I just gotta bring that in because it was fucking <laughs> insane. We were like, what the hell is going on? It was just off the charts. Okay, back to intimacy. <laughs> Trust, vulnerability, presence. So trust yourself. That's what I say. That's my number one piece of wisdom. Learn how to trust yourself. Find that path. Walk that path. Walk it every day and practice it constantly. And it will evolve inside of you. Find that faith tightrope. It's a balance, right? It's not something that we ever fully attain. It's something that we teeter around the edge of moment to moment. So it takes a lot of presence to, to, to find that balance point. Mm. So much juice and goodness in this, you know, less than an hour. So many nuggets, so many places I feel like we're like those little pieces of like, you know, those boba things. My kids drink those boba teas, you know, uh -huh. it's like you bite into one. It's like, <laughs> you see stuff squirts out. Um, there's like 54 little boba pockets in this podcast. I mean, it has been such a pleasure having both of you here. Um, and I know our listeners appreciate your deep, deep, deep wisdom. Um, and I think this is just the beginning. Like yeah. this is just yeah. the beginning of my relationship with both of you. You are both goddesses on fire. Um, and it's Thank a you. pleasure to be here with you. So feminine rebellion listeners, there you go. Um, dive into this work, join the summit, um, follow these goddesses and, um, and you'll change your life hands down. All yeah, right. Can we, can we offer, um, can we offer a little gift to your audience? Besides oh the gosh. summit? Yes, besides the <laughs> yeah, summit. Yeah, we love it. Prolific. Bring it. <laughs> well, if they go to sexreimagine.com, we have a free three-part tutorial on how to have hot, sexy spiritual. steamy spiritual sex so if you're sort of new uh -huh. to this whole sacred sex element um this yeah. is just a great starting point on on how to dip your toes into this experience of bringing the sacred to sex so go check Ooh. that out it's totally free yeah tell me the url one more time it is sexreimagined.com and right there on the homepage, you you can just okay. fill out the your right. name and your email and we'll deliver you the show the tutorial all right. Okay. You heard it. Let's go. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Love you both madly. Thank you so much for being here. Love, love, love. Thanks for having us. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe to the Feminine Rebellion podcast and rate it. This will help get my message out into the world, reach new listeners, and create the feminine rebellion this world is screaming for right now. Thank you for listening, and please don't forget to rate and subscribe.
Okay, love you. Bye.